Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Good morning, class, and welcome to Social Studies. I will be your substitute teacher today. Miss Cazell is not here. My name is Mr. Murata, but you can call Hi, me Vince. Hi, Mr. Murata. <laughs> Boy, that, that's a demerit. <laughs> Boy, that that was something, right, in, in, in school when you had a substitute teacher? Yeah. Whoa, that was sweetness. When I was in, when I was in sixth grade, my teacher uh, got attacked a student and got fired. Your teacher attacked a student? My teacher grabbed a student and threw... It was a female teacher. Grabbed a student and threw him to the ground did and he, got fired. Did he deserve it? I don't remember what caused it. <laughs> but but she got fired and we had a substitute teacher for about the last two months of the season. Oh, of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, school I, year. I, wow, I that was sweet. couple of years where I had uh, teachers who got pregnant during the school year, so we had long-term subs. But remember the feeling when you had a substitute? It was always like, all right. Something's a little off. We're going to take advantage of this person. Right. Remember how cool it was when you actually had a sub who was cool and yeah. resonated with the class? That oh, was awesome. You, it resonated with the class. You mean came out and said, listen, I'm, I'm just here for a day. I'm not going to make you guys yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah. we're going to watch yeah. the movie. Instead of right. sitting right. behind the desk, they sat on the desk and said, Right, hey exactly. Yeah. We had they one, wheeled in the, uh, the TV screen. We had one sub uh, who was a former NBA player. Wow. What? He used to, yeah. Mr. Polk. Turned out it was a remember Christian Polk who played at ASU for a year. No. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, uh, I it do. Was, it was his dad. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Okay. There's, peop- there's like eight people in the audience nodding in agreement with me right mm-hmm. now. I remember that guy. Sure. Uh, it is social studies. We go through our uh, Twitter account at Bickley underscore Murata, and we get to the heart of the issues of the day. And our first social studies question. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Suns and their four-point win in San Francisco over the Warriors last night. But Suns fans, what word would you use to best describe the team's win over Golden State last night? Vic, you're the uh, resident wordsmith. How would you describe it in one word? There is a word, and I just haven't I haven't located it yet. There's there's something that I think has to to encapsule the Suns. Surviving, lasting, and winning, and yet the the a little bit of uncomfortable, little bit of uncomfortableness that so came out that of the game combines both of those. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with like anxious, sunambulant. No, <laughs> sunambulant. I can't even say sunambulant. Anxious. That's a good one, Jared. Yeah. What's your word? Uh, stressful. Stressful. That came up a lot in our responses. Uh, I'm along those lines too, but other people chose to look at it differently. Uh, Paul says historic. Certainly was that. Oh, okay. Uh, Embo says weird. There's a few. Shannon says predictable. Warriors needed a W in the worst way. Phoenix not so much. Goal should be to stay healthy and keep that edge. No need to lose a winnable game, though. Sloppy game, but good teams grind those out. Should not have to apologize for that. I like that, Shannon. That was more than one word, Shannon. That was about 58. Well, it was predictable, period. Ah, That's right. an explanation. Uh, Daryl and... Uh, case sticks both have similar uh, ones here. Worrisome and disconcerting. Disconcerning or disconcerting? Disconcerting. With a T. Disconcerting. Okay, Okay, good. (laughs) That's the word? I thought he made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) So I edited edited it on the fly. (laughs) Uh, Justin, I like this answer. Justin said 
Draining, but he spelled draining. D R A Y N I N G. That's the winner. That's, That's the winner good, right yep. there. Well, That's done. a good one. Justin with the word of the day. Uh, we'll move on to our next uh, question on uh, social studies. And the question is In honor of Bruce Arians retiring, who is the best character in sports history? Full disclosure, we're all gigantic fans of Bruce Arians yeah. on this show. Uh-huh. And due to personal experience with the man, how could you not love him? He's a character, and we have made him even to a caricature on this show. I think by so. The way we, yeah, I think so. But, yeah, he's up there. Who you guys got for this one? There's a Jarrett? Great, there's a great answer. One of the ones that pops to mind to me is Mike Tyson because of what... He, the type of fighter he was in the ring and then mixed with everything crazy he does in interviews and outside the ring. Yeah. That is, that is the definition of a character. I broke my back. What do you mean? Is it a vertebrae? Spinal. <laughs> I can watch that video on a loop for half an hour and laugh every time. That interview with Jim Gray. Uh, I think Dr. Jerry Buss would, uh, would... Well, now, yeah. Yeah. Man, if you're watching Winning Time, uh-huh. did you get caught up? Not fully, I've only seen I've, two episodes. Yeah, I've seen two. I've, I've gotten through both. I I want so much now to go back and read the Jeff Perlman book yeah. on which the show is based because I do believe, I haven't read the book in the past, mm-hmm. I believe they've taken a lot of liberties, yeah, creative license, creative license with it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think there's shreds of truth. Um, but I, I looked it up on Amazon. A hardcover now to find it, it's like over 100 bucks for that book. What? Yeah. I listen. I I don't think the characterizations from what I've seen. I, I think they've certainly taken le- a license with uh, Jerry West. Yeah, maybe with some of the players involved. But from what I know of Doctor Jerry Buss, I think it's right on the oh, money. Yeah. Oh right yeah, right on the money. Yeah, there's a story where Magic Johnson was asked. You know, you're in in a restaurant, in a club, in a nightclub. Hugh Hefner is sitting at one table. Jerry Buss is sitting at the other table. Who goes home with the women? <laughs> and he said, Dr. Jerry, without even blinking, he said instantly. <laughs> well, they, they do get into that but in, the late, in the latest episode. Oh, yeah. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, one of the good. great all-time yeah. characters. Um, here's a great answer that just popped up in the news, believe it or not, this week. Richard says, Bill Spaceman Lee. Did you see the, the footage of Bill Lee at the Savannah Bananas game? No. So the Savannah Bananas are a collegiate summer team. Okay. And they're playing an exhibition tour right now, uh, so they're doing all this crazy stuff. Basically, the stuff that we came up with when Josh Colmenter was in for How to Change Baseball. Oh, yeah. They do that on a they daily basis. They actually did one of them. Bill the Lee fans. is 75 years old. He came out of the stands holding a beer and struck out a batter. <laughs> this week. <laughs> the effort. Spaceman did yeah. that? Look, there it is right there. <laughs> Holy cow. That's co- tremendous. Yeah. Holy cow. He's oh. one of them. Harry Carey. Harry That's a character. character. Great yeah. all-time characters. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people said it's a no-brainer. Muhammad Ali, in terms of greatness, personality, quotability, lasting staying power. That is a great Who's one. The he best? was so far ahead of his. Can you imagine Muhammad Ali with social media, oh the way he goodness. would troll people? Oh. And I'm pretty. <laughs> Who is the character now in sports? The biggest, best character, but in a good way, not like Aaron Rodgers. Charles Barkley is still near the top of the list. I know, I know, but I I mean like an active, active athlete. An active athlete? 
has social media and and 24-hour media taken that away from the athlete? Hmm. Jared, you're making my head hurt. You're making my ears hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize for that. Uh, finally, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, early in the show, you mentioned the movie FM. Yeah. And we talked about how movies and television shows about the radio industry are not usually that accurate. So uh, Jarrett posted the question, what is the best movie or TV show about your profession? What is the worst or least realistic? For Bickley, you could do as, as a writer or a journalist. You would say The Paper, probably. That got really good reviews. Which, but I, I love that movie. Yeah. I think it's an underrated movie it is. completely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you see The Post? No. Did you see Spotlight? No. That was a tremendous movie. I didn't that? see The Post. The, spot, the Spotlight Post was, was the one with uh, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Oh, that was was that the post or the paper? There was Tom, one with Tom them. Hanks and Meryl Streep was the post. That was great. The paper was Michael Keaton and Glenn Close. Uh, our buddy Chris, who works in the record industry, best high fidelity, worst Empire Records. I happen to enjoy both of those movies. Uh, our very own Dave Burns. Barzai! He didn't say if it was good or bad, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming he meant good. Broadcast news. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, RC apparently is an accountant. Says the accountant is very realistic. <laughs> the accountant's about an assassin. I think he's being sarcastic. And uh, Daylight Films said Boogie Nights for sure. Whoops. <laughs> what? You see all the Daylight Films men? is a professional roller skater. <laughs> oh, ah, fair enough. You ever see uh, all the president's men? It was probably six, that about Watergate? six months ago, yeah, uh, Woodward and Bernstein. I, I jumped into that. I had never seen it from the beginning to the end, mm-hmm. and I jumped into that movie halfway through, and my head was spinning. Yeah. There was just this constant barrage of new characters and being introduced. And parking garages. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. So I got to uh-huh. go back and watch it from the right. beginning. But right. uh, thanks for all the- Here's uh, a good one. This, this, just one more. This is from a, a weatherman. Warren Keen said the best was Twister, but the least realistic, Sharknado. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I'm very proud to say that I've never experienced any of the Sharknado movies. Uh, There you go. There's social studies. Thanks for everybody for chiming in. Epically underscore Murata on Twitter is where that goes down. And we cover that territory every day at uh, 9 o'clock. We will continue the Thursday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Bickley and Murata. Bickley and Murata mornings. Well, I told our guys, you know, we win pretty, we can win ugly. The bottom line is we just, we win. And to be able to, you know, win that game and tie the franchise record says a lot about what our players commit to every single day. You know, the execution down the stretch, we work on that stuff all the time. And um, in those moments, they all looked over to the sideline. They knew exactly what we were doing, and it made a difference down the stretch. So I'm, I'm unbelievably proud of our players and our staff, and, and I'm proud to you know, be a part of the Suns history in this way. Monty Williams, they celebrate all the little stuff. Yeah. This is a pretty big one. They've tied the franchise record. Third Suns team in history to notch 62 wins. The difference between the previous two, 
is they've got an opportunity to add on to that total with six games remaining. 62-14 and 14 is yeah. the Suns' record right now. Yeah. After a strange, sometimes ugly, but... Uh, uh, ultimately satisfying win over the Golden State yeah, Warriors last yeah, night. Yeah, and there were a lot of things that stood out to me about last night's game. Uh, number one, uh, watching the game, I had the thought that what a sham it is, it was, that Andrew Wiggins was an all-star game starter. <laughs> in, in watching him play basketball last night, I thought this is the one of the biggest jokes I've ever seen in my life. Let me put it in this this way. Last night's game, each team had two all-stars playing. <laughs> and and yeah, uh-huh. the Warriors were the only one that had a starter playing. Right. Yeah, that is true. Um, I, I also think it was kind of interesting that Draymond Green chose to bark so much after the game when, when his turnover was instrumental in the Warriors losing it. Now, I get it. Otto Porter Jr., it was a well-designed play. If he would have slipped that screen and cut to the basket, he, it would have been a wide-open dunk. Mm-hmm. Okay? But still, Draymond Green has done that now in the last couple of years choke in high leverage situations so for him to him to be getting into jay crowder third the jay crowder versus draymond green thing there's a lot there yes there was a lot of heat between those two last night jay crowder to me and i don't mean this as a slight to jay crowder he knows his role he is excellent at playing that role Mm -hmm. he is like the phoenix suns version of of draymond green or almost like draymond light yeah because i don't he's not as demonstrative I think he's a little bit more uh, subtle in what he does in that role, a lot more subtle than than Draymond Green. But mm-hmm. they do a lot of the same things. I think Dray- Draymond's a you know um, a a better overall player. Um, mm-hmm. Although I think he's he's lost a little bit of heat off his fastball. But you think about what they do. They're irritants. They play defense. Uh, Jay obviously a much better three point shooter. Mm-hmm. But uh, both of them are tremendous passers, too. Yes, that's yes. And both are inspirational leaders on their teams just based on their hardcore nature and attitude. That's the thing about Jay Crowder that I think um, really stood out last year. Now, is it is it true that LeBron and Draymond are close? Because a lot of people I saw were claiming that Draymond doesn't like the way Jay Crowder, you know, kind of barked at it's, LeBron. Are those two That tight? would be surprising to me. That's same here. Because I thought the Warriors and LeBron yeah. were like nemesis. 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 But here's the other great thing about having a guy like Jay Crowder is that Jay Crowder can deal with Draymond Green. Yeah. Instead of having to have Devin Booker or Chris Paul get into it with that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and the barking that went on between those two in the game, the fact that Jay Crowder tried to draw a retaliation followed him when he walked right into him after that play, that tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. So that that to me is pretty fascinating, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was funny uh, on the I I know it was uh the game was available on two different outlets locally, ESPN mm-hmm. and Valley Sports. I watched the first half on ESPN, I watched the second half on Valley Sports, and that was a funny exchange when it happened in real time. Well, K. Ray and Eddie Johnson are like, "What? Well, Draymond Green's going to get kicked out of the game for this." He, you know, he went out of his way to push Jay Crowder. Then they showed the replay, and Eddie's like, "Okay, never mind," because <laughs> Jay walked right into Draymond, right path. into him, yeah. right. But that's into what him. both of those guys do. And, yeah. and Jarrett's right. The Suns with Jay Crowder in the mix, he sets that tone. 
Chris fearless. Paul is fearless. is a step underneath yep. that, but they in years past, young teams can't deal with that yeah. in the playoffs. No, the you're Suns right about that. But that. it but it also goes to to a point that you have made that that I've been slow slower to notice. But I think you're right on the money. There's a reason why a lot of people do not embrace the Phoenix Suns for things I think they should be embraced for, and that is because they have guys that a lot of people outside this market do not like. Yes, that's just a fact. Let's face it. Jay Crowder and Chris Paul are in that Danny Ainge category. You don't like them when they're on the other team, but man, when they're wearing your uniform, you love those guys, yeah. and you probably appreciate them the rest of their yep. careers because of what they did. And yep. the league has guys, you know, like Draymond Green and PJ Tucker and Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. that are like that, and you're like, how could anybody like these guys? Uh huh. I'm sure that's what people say about Jay Crowder. Yes. And, and, and Chris Paul. Chris Paul. And maybe Devin Booker and Chris, maybe JaVale McGee. I'm sure Chris Paul. Yeah, JaVale McGee for yes. sure. Yes. Chris Paul at least has that exceptional talent that people say, like, I might not like him, but I acknowledge he's great. Right. Those other guys, the JaVale McGee and Jay Crowder types, Draymond Green, P.J. Tucker, Patrick Beverly, like, to a, they're more kind of the role player, like yeah. the goon, not the quite the goon in hockey, but well, like yeah. the the tough guy. And and they also look to exploit the rules frequently, which rubs people the wrong way. Chris Paul, for the first time last night, is his his rip through yes. did not work for the first time. But well, he I've tried it at a weird spot. He before. tried it at a weird spot. Right now, he, he also he normally picks and chooses when he's going to do it because he's going to get free throws out of it. But he chose a weird spot, and it did, you're right, it didn't work. But he did immediately recover in the air and make a perfect pass and got an assist on. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's it's really like by the end of that game, they won the game, and I was just thinking like, wow, they won the game. Yeah, it's like they're really that good. I made a joke on Twitter that the, the Suns are so good that even when they're not good, they're good. It's true. I, I, I yeah, tweeted something okay. about it, not a joke, but just kind of a um, an observation that it's it's alarming to watch this team when they're not playing well. And they've been in a lot of close games, but it's not because they didn't play well. They've played well and the opponents played well. I thought last night was two teams who didn't play well, but it was shocking to see the Suns struggle. Throwing the ball all around, shooting forty-one percent. I mean, they yeah. had a streak of what eight or nine games over fifty percent shooting as a team. That's unheard yeah. of. And and Devin Booker was in such a groove going into last night's yeah. game. It looked like every shot that he was putting up prior to last night was going in. And last night that just came to a screeching halt. It's just another show that you know every team has those games. Uh, every player over the course of a year is going to have those games. And maybe that was the same for for Clay Thompson. Yeah. I know he's in a different spot in his career than yeah. Devin Booker is right now, but. Um, that was you know, that he, he, he was hard to watch sometimes. No, no doubt. Here's the last thing I'll say about this. I, I think that we have to remember when you hear the Warriors trying to prop themselves off, up after last night's game, when you hear Clippers fans kind of clinging to this magical rebirth hope, that used to be us. We used to be the ones looking for morale victories. Mm-hmm. It's, better be, it's better to be the big dog that everybody else is trying to convince themselves they can hang with. True. Yes, forever. We tried to masquerade excuses as reasons. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And again, get ready for the barrage of Lakers fans after the end of the season when they say, well, if, if Anthony Davis didn't get hurt and <laughs> Russell Westbrook didn't suck <laughs> and the Lakers would have uh-huh. got into the playoffs, we would have won the whole thing. <laughs> that is coming. If we'd have only gotten into the play-in tournament, you all would have been in big trouble. <laughs> Such a joke. (laughs) Coming up next, it's Thursday. We'll roll out another edition, a jaw-dropping edition.
of Mock by World straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Yeah, today's uh, Sanderson Ford Poll Question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. It's a bit of a thinker. Oh, boy. Who will win more games this season? The Arizona Diamondbacks or the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> I saw that earlier. That's great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, why it becomes a thinker? Are we talking just about regular season? Regular Are we adding season. the postseason? Yeah, no, I think they mean regular season. No, regular season. But if the Suns finish with 66 wins, mm-hmm. oh, boy. That's reachable for the Diamondbacks. What they have last year? 52. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. A 14 game improvement is yeah, reachable. 51. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I would take the Diamondbacks. I would take the Diamondbacks as well. Vic? No? Suns. And I'll cast the vote for the Suns. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not no. trying to be oh. a pessimist here, but. It's all right. 83% of our audience agrees with you and says the Suns will win more regular season games than the Diamondbacks this year. Unless they interpreted it differently, like I could have. Uh, That is today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Stop mocking me! Brought to you by V's Barbershop. Oh, it is Thursday. It is time for Mock My World. It's uh, a Thursday staple here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Shame on me for not pulling up the results from last week. Jared, do you have those handy by any chance? Nope. By any chance? Nope. It's irrelevant, though, because we had to redo the list. That's okay. Because we have a different person. I'll find it real quick. Okay. Uh, Last week we did, uh, Uh that was the dog. uh, Oh, yes. The the dog draft. And uh, last week, favorite dogs, Jared Carlin, ran away with it. Really? With well, an assist from Dan Bickley. Yes, that's Jared's true. Jared's team of Scooby-Doo, McGruff the Crime Dog, Spuds McKenzie, and Triumph the Insult Comic Dog uh, won 56% of the vote. Bick, you finished second, 22.7%. I was a distant third at 156 And Sarah was so bad in Mock My World, we kicked her off the show today. Yes. Uh, 5.7% is what she got. Uh, so Sarah's not here. So we welcome back. A guy who's going to be on your airwaves from 10 to 2 today. No, not Ron Wolfley. Luke Lipinski is back on the Bickley and Murata Morning Show to play some Mock My World. What's, What's going up? on, Vinny? Luke, how are you? I'm good, Bick. How you doing? Hello, Luke. Thanks for doing this. Luke hey, Jared, have you ever, Jared? Heard, Luke, have you ever heard the great Luke Lipinski? Uh, you do heard... know he's doing play-by-play for the Coyotes now. I made it through the play part, not even the by-play. <laughs> That's probably not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great, great, great job. It would be Luke has well, a very, great, really great. Luke has yeah, a, really great. A very checkered history in Mock My World. It feels like when you play, you either win or get last. Yeah, it's so, the only way to go through life. All or nothing. It really is. That's true. It, it truly is. This so, is a very interesting category. It is. This week, and I hope Jarrett did a good job of explaining this to you, Luke. Uh, this week, in honor of, uh, and we touched on this in a social studies question earlier, but n- not today, but earlier in the week. In honor of Bruce Arians retiring, one of his favorite sayings was, Holy hell! Holy hell, what a party! <laughs> <laughs> so we're going with this as the topic, and it's the holy right. hell moments in sports. And it was initially, it was inspired by w- Will Smith walking onto the Oscar stage and slapping Chris Rock in that, the middle of the and Oscar. how about the fact that they asked him to leave and he wouldn't? And then they just gave him the Oscar anyway. <sighs> yeah. I know they could have changed no, that, but they could have... 
Imagine if you're accepting on studio. behalf of Will Smith. Imagine yeah. if, but imagine if he did leave, and then he won the Oscar. <laughs> that would be and great. And he wasn't yeah. there. The Von Trapp, they... family singers. <laughs> the family Von Trapp. And he never comes on stage. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, that's definitely a holy hell moment. So, But that's not in sports. The holy hell moments of sports, whether it was within the realm of competition or just stuff that happened in the sports yes. world. Okay. That like after it. it happened, you said... I can't believe that just happened. Holy hell, so that I was we wanted to talk to That was my one question. Can it be something that happened off the field? Yeah. Off okay. the field, yeah. on the field. Yeah. Okay. Do we have a draft order, Jared? We do. It is going to be the draft order of... <laughs> so we didn't. No, no, I didn't. No, but didn't. I, Here's I, the tiebreaker question for Mustache. Dan Bickley. <laughs> yes. Number one pick. Okay. Then me, then Vince, then Luke. All right. So, Dan, you have the number With one. With the number one pick, my most recent, most amazing, holy hell moment in the history of sports, the Valley Oop from that's last a, year's Suns playoff. Yep, that's a good one. Jay, Jay Crowder. <laughs> the DeAndre Ayton for the win. And I have, Mike Wilbon and Stephen A. Smith, yeah, the, jaws on the floor. I, I think that picture sums up exactly the topic. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go a little further back. Uh, this came up earlier in the week, but... Don't take it. Mike Tyson Damn biting a Vander Holyfield's ear off in real time. Just Because then he does it a second time, and you just go, what the hell just the happened? The dude is hungry, man. Give oh, him a break. That's true. I already do that with a mouthpiece in, too. <laughs> yeah, true. All right. Well, it gives you Maybe. another edge to work with. Yep. <laughs> Vince? Uh, I'm going to go with one that I brought up earlier in the week, too. Uh, Monica Sellis getting stabbed on a tennis court. That was quite something. Now, that was in the middle of a match? Yes. Or, oh. She, it was a changeover, and she was getting her water. and the, Later, parodied the, on Seinfeld. That's right. I'm putting a lot pretty, of thought pretty into pretty this week. Luke, you have two picks. This category's all over the place if you look at the first three answers. Of it course. Is. These are all holy hell moments. I'm not sure if you listen to the show, but it's also all over the place. (laughs) I do. (laughs) All right. I go back to back. I'll go with the malice at the palace. Ooh. Still one of the most insane things to watch happen live. And I know it was spring training, but I'm going to go with Randy Johnson exploding a bird. That's good. That's good. Randy and the bird. Good name for a band. I'm going to go within the realm of competition, and I'm going to go with Kirk Gibson's home run in the 88 World Series. He literally says, I can't I believe-, believe what I just saw. Right. So there you go. All right. I am going to go. This is semi-recent. It either happened two years ago or 40 years ago. I can't remember. <laughs> Rudy Gobert tests positive for COVID. Mm. And the entire sports world shuts down. Rudy Gobert, COVID. Which he's had again since then. I know. <laughs> All right, two picks, Multi-time Dan. winner of the Defensive right. Player of the Year, multi-time recipient of COVID. Right, exactly. All right, two picks for me. Yes. Uh, the Hale Murray, Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. And the Tiger Woods hole-in-one at the Phoenix Open in 1997. Tiger hole-in-one. 97. All right. Good picks. Jarrett. 
Boy, there's so many good ones. This is a good category. It is. When do I get to pick double-decker buses, or is it it's still too early for that? <laughs> too early for that. Okay. Save that. That's a good fourth round All right. value pick. Nice. Is this my last pick, or no, do I have one? I have two pick. more. Okay. Wow, this All right. I'm going to go with... Changed. Follow along with the show, Jared! <laughs> I'm going to go with... Tanya Harding attacks Nancy Kerrigan, or Jeff Galuli does, or whoever. Shane Stant, I think it was. Yes. Oh my goodness. The Nancy Kerrigan attack. Have you seen I, Tanya, by the way, Bick? I have not. Watch it. I, I heard it's great. Great movie. Nancy Kerrigan attack. Okay. Back to me. Hmm. Where am I going to go here? I'm going to go... These are the greatest. Holy hell. WTF. What the H. Christian Leitner's buzzer beater against Kentucky. That's a good one. Hmm. Luke, you got two. You picks. remember that team, don't you, Vinny? Grant Hill. Thomas Hill. <laughs> Blueberry <laughs> Hill. Bobby Hill. <laughs> uh, I all right. my thrill. House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Hungry Hill. <laughs> Hank Hill. <laughs> Bobby, no. You guys, I mean, you, you've sort of forced me to take the hockey pick. I'll go with the Miracle on Ice. Oh, that's a fantastic pick. And that then, is a good one. And you just secured Aaron Maloney's vote. <laughs> yes, hopefully she votes often. And then I'll balance it out with Latrell Sprewell choking PJ Carlos. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, that was quite influential. This is one of those categories where I feel like there's like 400 possible yeah, there's answers. So many. I had because one of the different ways to define it yeah. that I thought was wonderful. Yes. And I didn't even jot it down. And oh, I no. can't for the life of me think of what it was. Uh oh. Oh, you're instead you're going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Um. These are the oh. mo- these are the most the holy hell uh, I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> I can't. Moments I literally sports. can't think of it. I can't remember oh. this just happened. That one time where Vince couldn't remember what he was going to say. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, this music is so soothing I will, too. I will, well, I, I, can I give I you a hint? When, when we talked about this the first time, no, La- I'm oh. going to go with Larry Fitzgerald Super Bowl touchdown. That's okay. a good moment. Yeah, that's, that's good one moment. of my favorites. Yeah. All right. Let me ask for clarification. Does the OJ car chase count? Yeah. Okay. If that's sports related, sure. then I will say yes. I think so. The R- the OJ car chase. OJ Bronco chase. Yeah. And uh, is it my last pick? Your yes. last pick. Train wreck of a game. Uh, James Harrison's <laughs> interception return in the Super same Bowl. game. Uh, yeah, about that. Same game. We did not pick. Uh, so bad. Holmes. The band is on the field. That was the yeah, one. that was that the one. Was, was, <laughs> oh no! Look like at this. Him. Why couldn't you give me a little try of the insult? I want it. I want it. You I, jerk, jerk! I literally was just about to, and you said oh no. My God. Did he not just say no, no, no when he I was did. about to give him yeah, a hint? He did. It's okay. It's more fun to blame you. There's, <laughs> it is. Send it in, Jerome. And there's uh, Daryl Dawkins breaking the glass. Pedro throwing Don Zimmer to the ground mm-hmm. by Malcolm a giant Butler's head. Malcolm Butler's interception in the Super Bowl was a great holy hell moment. How about Paul the- Pierce getting wheelchaired off the court with secret why, what, diarrhea? What, what happened to him? Right, secret he diarrhea. He his pants, Absolutely. Jared. Yeah. That would have been a good one. What How about last Jared, year? It was a poop fest. 
That's you got that right. <laughs> how about, he's taking the high road now. Some delicious right. poop. <laughs> he doesn't have any sound bites ready to go. How about how about last year when Antonio Brown stripped on the field in the middle of a game? Yes. Anyway, lots of stuff. How about that time the uh, javelin thrower threw the javelin and it went through the judge's arm? Do you remember that one? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that happened? Oh, that. yeah. It just Ugh. stuck right in his arm. Zinedine I thought that Zid- happened in an episode of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, Zinedine uh. Zidane headbutting someone? Yeah. All right. Uh, Bick's got the Valley Oop, the Hail Murray, the Tigers hole-in-one at the Phoenix Open, and James Harrison. A very Valley-centric team for Bick. Jarrett went with Tyson biting Holyfield. Rudy Gobert testing positive for COVID. Nancy Kerrigan attacking the OJ Bronco chase. I went with Monica Sellis stabbed. Kirk Gibson's 88 home run. Christian Leitner's buzzer beater. And Larry Fitzgerald's Super Bowl touchdown. And Luke went with Malice at the Palace. Randy Johnson and the Bird, the Miracle on Ice, and Latrell Freewell. I'm finishing fourth. That's my prediction. Yeah. Look at this up on Twitter. <laughs> you determine the winner. It's Mock My World. Uh, at Bickley underscore Murata is where that voting goes down. Luke, thanks for doing this, man. Thanks, guys. And uh, no double-decker bus for you. If we had a fifth round. <laughs> it's implied in all my answers. <laughs> Wolf and Luke coming up at uh, 10. We'll close things out after this on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata. Song of the Day. for we're doing this because on this day in 1958 the iconic guitar lick slash riff from chuck berry was released later featured in hey chuck this is your cousin marvin listen to this marvin Marvin berry (laughs) you know that new sound you were looking for (laughs) do you remember here's a here's a little back to the future trivia do you remember the name of Marvin Berry's backing band in Back to the Future? Oh. And do you remember the name of Marty McFly's band in Back to the Future? Oh, that I don't know. Boy, I, I know that very well, that movie, and I can't remember either one of those. Marvin Berry and the Starlighters. And Marty McFly's band was the uh, the Pinheads. Really? Okay. And they were... Just told they were too darn loud. I've seen that movie a few hundred times. I love that. <laughs> Chuck Berry's signature uh. guitar. One of the most recognizable guitar. All, all his songs kind of sound like this, but so this is definitely the most famous. Yeah. 1958? Uh-huh. Yeah. 63 years. 64 One of the pioneers years of rock and roll. Yeah. Buddy Holly, Chuck Berry. There you go. And a Elvis. tip of the cap to... Uh, this is a lot better than the Chuck Berry classic, My Dingling. His only number one hit. Which was that? The la- the latter was? Isn't that sad? That's one of those weird things that, like, yeah... Uh, That's pathetic. A novelty song became his biggest hit ever. That makes me feel bad, like William Perry scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl <laughs> and Walter Payton not. Uh, there you go. Johnny Be Good, Chuck Berry, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, we'll start uh, off the grid today with a little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia. And it's one of those rare hockey questions. Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers reached the 100-point plateau for the fifth time already in his career, in his first seven years. So he's in pretty rare air already. But your question today, there's only been five... 
players in NHL history who have had seven or more 100-point seasons. Five, Five players in NHL, NHL history, history with, with, with seven or more 100-point seasons. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky had 16 of them. Mario Lemieux. He had 10. Now it gets a little tougher. Ovi? Alex Ovechkin? No. Oh. He's done it four times. Oh. Uh, Guy Lafleur. Oh, it's a good guess, but uh, he had six. Brett Hull. No. Brett mm. Hull did it four times. Not even... He didn't even have the most uh, one hundred point season as a Hull. Yeah. Bobby Sydney, Hull had five, but he's still not the answer. Sidney oh. Crosby. He's got six. The last guy, uh, so the, their uh, the respective guys' careers. One guy had eight, and he finished his career in 85. One guy had seven and finished his career in 88. And one guy had seven and finished his career in 86. So oh, all these boy. guys played around the same time. Mike Bossy? Mike Bossy is correct. Had seven. And he didn't play a long time. Rocket Richard, did you already say? Henri? Uh, he, was Henri done, he was done way before the 80s. Yeah. Oh. He was, <laughs> come on, Jarrett. I thought think he played a, in the 70s. Think a King Richard? No. He was like in the 40s. Luke Robitaille? Uh, no, he played in the, into the 90s. I was thinking yeah, Yari Curry, yeah. but he played into the 90s, too. Think of a King and a Nordique. It's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I give up. Marcel Dion and oh, of course. Peter Stastny. Oh, all right. Never would have guessed Peter Stastny. Yeah. Jim Omohandro of the Cardinals. Texas, a big one that we missed on our Mock My World. And a that really was? good one. The San Francisco earthquake in the yeah, World Series. That's yeah, a good that's one. good. That's a really good one. Just like every other week on Mock My World, there's a ton that just fall through the fingers. The uh, the the kick six, the Auburn Alabama ending. That oh, game yeah. that game was definitely fit. Did back. I ever tell you the story about what my experience with that? No. I was on my way to uh, cover an ASU game, and I parked in the parking garage, and I was listening to the Auburn Alabama game in the radio. And I got out of the car, and I'm walking down the stairwell. And around Sun Devil Stadium, there was a lot of tailgating going on because it was the U of A game. So there's uh. a big crowd there. And all of a sudden, I hear all this noise and cheering and applause. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? I got to the press box and missed <laughs> missed the kick six. Oh. So I got to see it on the replay. Oh. <laughs> no, it's another good one. The Mike Bercovici to uh, to Jalen Strong. The, That's a good one. The, uh, the uh, Jail Mary. The Jail Mary. Uh, you're, uh, Tiger Woods. Did you see the, the note on Tiger Woods? No. There's more bets on Tiger Woods <laughs> to win the Masters than any other player in the field right now. That's another good one, by the way. Tiger Woods car accident. Either one. The one that... <laughs> Either one. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> the one where he got yeah. injured or the one yeah, where... Right. The, the other one where he got iron. injured... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the one where his, uh, his uh, reputation got injured? Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Kind of a goofy show today, but hey, I enjoyed it. Uh, thanks to Howard Beck and Derek Hall for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke are up next here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Have a great day, everybody.